Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Bike Pond. My name is Terry and today's show is called well, Voices Have Power. Well, today's show, we'll be talking about the latest and greatest format of Chat GPT. Let me repeat that again. It's called Chat GPT. I'll explain everything to you as simple as I possibly can. Like, I'm new to this also. And we're going to go through it. It's something that's new. It just came out in 2022, but we'll get into all those specifics. Also, we're going to talk about the, the formats, the good and bad of ChatGPT. So we'll get into that also. We're going to talk about the NCAA tournament and what else? And other things that are going on. So, but today's show, we'll talk about ChatGPT. And like I said, pros and cons. We'll explain it. I'm going to try my best to explain it as I possibly can, all right, in very layman terms, what it is, okay? So, we'll come back to the show. For the time being, I want you to listen to the music of the famous and the greatest Isley Brothers, all right? So, we'll come back and enjoy the music by the Isley Brothers, and we'll get the show started. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen that was the isley brothers work to do one of the greatest groups of all time um people understand that they they wrote the song shout you know the song from um makes me want to shout all right they wrote the original they wrote the original song just that someone bought the music for that song and recorded it um animal house that in the music that was a um when they went to the club the predominantly black club and um the singer okay that song was originally done by the isley brothers they wrote the song so every time you hear that song by the isley brothers guess what they get a royalty check and they deserve that <laughs> all right i think that song came out in the in the 50s ladies and gentlemen uh shout all right so and they're from a big family they're originally from cincinnati but they reside uh in teaneck new jersey and um 
Yeah, Isley Brothers, ladies and gentlemen, all right? Let's give a round of applause. They're, they're one of the greatest groups of all time, you know what I mean? So, All right, the Isley Brothers. They got other songs, and um, I know you know some of them. Uh, some of you older cats like me, you know, uh, Summer Breeze, that song that was originally done by Seals and Croft, they did a remix of that, okay? Um, what else? Work to do. What other songs they did? Um, they got some classics. Groove with you. Uh, what else? Fight the power. Uh, what's another song they did? Um, they got oh, Voice to Atlantis. That is by far one of their greatest songs ever, ever. And the number one song. They ever done the Isley Brothers, okay? Now, going back now, uh, the song that I'm thinking of, uh, I'm going to tell you it is not Shout. It is, it's on the top of my head. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. It is, I know, I know, it's on the top of my head. Bear with me. It is, it's your thing. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. All right, that's their song, okay? <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. So, ladies and gentlemen, the NCAA basketball tournament, I don't know if, if some of these out there are following this thing, but it is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you straight up front, this NCAA tournament has been crazy. After last night, there are no more number one seeds. There are two seeds, four seeds, three seeds. Two, three, and four, I think, are out there, okay? There are no more number one seeds. It's the first time ever this has happened, and I love every minute of it. You cannot tell me the big boys, you know, the Dukes, the North Carolina. North Carolina even get a bid, okay? But the other, you know, Blue Bloods, Kentucky, they got beat by Kansas, uh, Kansas State, okay? That little point guard's killing them. And he did the same thing to Michigan State in the Mecca in Madison Square Garden. So he's playing today, Kansas State versus Florida Atlantic University. They are two seed, I think, and I've never heard of them, ladies and gentlemen. But they have won the most games out of all the teams in the tournament. I think they've won like 34 games, only lost three. But the competition isn't as big as, let's say, you know, they're playing the SEC. Well, hold on. Let me take that back. They beat an SEC team by the name of the University of Tennessee Volunteers. They beat them Thursday night. So it goes to show you that this new college portal thing, ever since COVID, you're allowed to transfer to any school you want to within a year. It is working, ladies and gentlemen. The Blue Bloods will no longer dominate on the scenes in college basketball. It's over. It is over, okay? You're not going to be seeing Duke all the time. You're not going to see Kentucky all the time. North Carolina, who else is out there? My team, Syracuse. You're not going to see them out there because you can have one or two of the Blue Bloods, but it's not going to be like every year there's one of them around, all right? So, but I like Connecticut. I think Connecticut's going to win the whole thing. Anyway, all right, so, but yeah, it's been an exciting tournament, and I've been enjoying it. I don't know about the rest of you out there, but. I've been enjoying it. So, all right, let's get on the technology thing here. So, 
ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about this thing called chat GPT. I'm going to try to explain it to you as the best I can. So bear with me. We're going to do this all together here. All right. So chat GPT, what it is, is another format of artificial intelligence. Okay. You're saying yourself, self, what is artificial intelligence? Okay. Artificial intelligence is in layman's term, a smart assistant. So when you go to your phone and say, uh, Google assistant, Hey, where is the nearest McDonald's? Where's the nearest pizzeria? Where's the nearest liquor store? Where's the nearest music store? Okay. That is a form of artificial intelligence because it's reading, it's hearing your voice commands. So now you're, this is your, this is AI, artificial intelligence, because it is artificially, you're telling someone to do something. And now you have virtual reality. Okay. You have that format. So basically it's a combination of virtual and voice patterns, but the chat GPT, you know, it says chat. So of course, chat, you know what that is. The GPT is generative pre-trained transformer. That's what the GPT means. So it is good. Okay. Uh, this came out back in November 30th of 2022. And you have your investors, you got your Microsofts, you got the other, you know, your typical information technology companies out there, that are investors. Um, uh, Elon Musk was one of the founders of open uh, artificial intelligence. Okay. Uh, your CEO is one of the founders. His name is uh, Sam Altman. And as of right now, excuse me, on the first first five days it was launched in 2022, it already had 1 million users. Uh, Swiss Bank UBS is saying this is going to be something that's going to take over. And it's one of the fastest growing apps um, right now, okay? It already has 100 million users. Um, this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So now this is from my searching this information. So bear with me. Okay. So this is something that is really, really, really new. Like I said, just came out in November of 2022. So if you want to open an account of chat GPT, you can visit chat.openai.com. Let me repeat that again. So if you want to test, test this on like on one of your computers. So once again, it's chat.openai.com. And then you have to create an account, okay? So basically what you're doing is, this is another format of artificial intelligence that you're going to be using. And for right now, it's in the research stages, okay? And... There's going to be some hit and misses. We're going to get into that also. Okay. But this is, if you want to try it, test it yourself. I haven't tested it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm being honest with you. I haven't yet to test it. I'm a little leery about it. And I'm going to read a little bit more, like just like everybody else. You can't just say, okay, 
You want to look, you look at a car, you see it on TV being advertised. Oh, I love that Mercedes. I love that Lexus. You know what? You go to a dealership, you know what? I'll take that car. Just because you, uh, the commercial said, no, you don't do things that way. In this case, you're going to, I'm just going to advise people. And like I said before, people, all I'm doing here is this podcast. I'm just an extension of trying to explain how some of this new technology works. I'm new to the game in uh, chat GPT, but I'm I'm learning just like everybody else. So <clears throat> we're going to go over the specifics of it, okay? So, but I'm just, that's all I am. I have not done open an account yet. I will eventually test it out for myself, but I'm just trying to explain this to everyone in very simple layman terms. And it's, it's going to be that way for the show, okay? Cool. All right, so, um, like I said, it came out November 30th of 2022 and already has 100 million users as of January, okay? Um, so, and it also has OpenAI, ladies and gentlemen. That's a format of the chat GPT, and it's, a, um, it's called D-A-L-L.E, excuse me, D-A-L-L. Um, hyphen E hyphen two. What it is is an art generator, and and then they have another one called Whisper, which is an automatic speech recognition system. So you, this is part of ChatGPT, ladies and gentlemen. Um, like I said, Sam Altman is the founder of ChatGPT. He's another one of these Stanford grads, computer science grad, but he left school and started companies and. He came into this and it's unbelievable. And you're saying to yourself, how does this new company that hasn't fully, not so much reached its potential, but it's not fully um, got the kinks out of this system, how do they make their money? Well, in order to use it, they charge you for platform and services. So anything like you say, say by a enterprise software from Microsoft, or you're going to buy something from Cisco. Same thing. You buy it, you got to pay a license, and that's how it works. And like if you want to integrate your, I say your company's software on your servers, of course you're going to have to pay that kind of money. Same thing here. You're licensing um, the technology, and that's how their companies are using it, and that's how they're making the money. Okay. And ChatGPT does have plugins, just like you have plugins on softwares that are out there. So they're going to run plugins. Um, it's going to. This is what's going to have help with the chat, chatbot. Okay. And like I said, there's a pros and cons. So we're going to talk about the problems that ChatGPT has. All right. Um. So I was reading recently that uh, ChatGPT, I think um, Google has a format they run. And there was so many people at this, uh, you know, this conference or whatever, and they were trying to show this off and it didn't know the answer, okay? It didn't know the answer or it gave an incorrect answer. This is the things that that's gonna happen with something that's brand new. This technology isn't even a year old ladies and gentlemen 
and you had to be cognizant and wonder, hey, am I doing the right thing? Uh, investing, it's gonna be, it's gonna work out, ladies and gentlemen. But it has to get the kinks out. So um, sometimes your the tones of your voice and it doesn't recognize it correctly is another reason that is not working properly. Okay. Um, so what they had to do, like when they put data into the chat GPT, they have to make sure that the data is correct. And that when it wants to, when you ask it a question, like I said, this is basically artificial intelligence, same thing as using, um, Siri or your Google personal assistant, it has information that's fed into it. Okay. If it doesn't know, of course, just like us, if we don't know an answer to a question, we'll give you a dumb answer. Okay. Same thing with chat GPT. And what they're saying here is, uh, it arrives at an answer by making a series of guesses, which is part of the reason, um, it can give you wrong answers. It's <laughs> basically what it is, you know? So it is, it's something that really needs to be worked out. Hopefully the engineering, the software engineering people will get that corrected. Um, chat GPT has bias baked into it. So, you know, it, it, it just is, again, someone from like myself is the African-American, my tone might be a little bit different or someone from overseas or from India, China, Whoever, or are you from the south or somewhere like that? It's gonna, it's gonna, it, it doesn't under. How can I say this? It doesn't recognize tones correctly because same thing as everything else. There's algorithms and software and data that's put in there, and it's not correct or it's purposely done that way to make you think that okay, I'm no, I'm putting the right information in here, but. Once again, there's a bias, and that's sad. You know, we're all speaking English here, okay? Our accents are completely different, but you come down to it, this is the way it is. So, um, so what they're saying here, uh, chat, uh, chat GPT have been shown to produce some terrible answers that discriminate against gender, race, and minority groups, something which a company is trying to mitigate. This is the company saying it's not me. The company chat GPT is saying they're sorry, but we're having issues with chat GPT based on your gender, race, minority group. You know, you would figure a company this that's starting out like this, they would have corrected this issue. I mean, you got guys that are, you know, the algorithms they can put in there to get it corrected. But they're saying here, chat GPT, hey, we're sorry, but we're working on it. It's just something that we created. Like I said, nothing is 100% perfect, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I get, like they're saying here, one way to explain this problem, um, explain this issue is to point to the data. Um, you know, said blaming humanity for the biases that are embedded in the internet and beyond. Um, like I said, part of the responsibility also lies with OpenAI, whose researchers and developers develop, who select the data that is used to train ChatGPT. So 
like I was saying before, researchers and developers who are inputting all this information, they have an issue. So they, they're trying their hardest to get it corrected. All right. How's everyone doing today? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I got a little foggy in my throat. So I'm going to talk about this real quick. The weather here in Maryland. I'm in Severn, Maryland. And the temperature... Sorry about that. The temperature here today is... Let's see. It is 45 degrees. 45 degrees, ladies and gentlemen, here in Maryland. And it's raining like cats and dogs. Well, it was earlier. Oh, my God. So... But other than that, yeah, it's still, everything's good. Uh, let's get back to this. Um, chat, GPT could take jobs away from humans. Basically, it's doing it now. Prior to this, everyone knows when you call for a billing, like say, hey, I want to pay my bill, you're not getting the live operator. Majority of times, you're not getting the live operator. Okay. You're getting the prompts telling, hey, if you're here to pay a bill, press one. Speak to your customer operator, two. Uh, any other issues, three. Chat GPT is doing that, is going to be even more, more induced into the system. All right? They're going to be taking jobs away from humans. I hate to say this. All right? Um, you know, like say, for instance, another format that, that's working with ChatGPT, um, it has an integrated, uh, there's a ChatGPT dot, dot four, hyphen for ChatGPT four. It's using an application called Duolingo and Khan Academy. So it is like, it's a, it's a tutor, okay? But you're talking to a device. You're not using a human. So say for instance, little Billy is having problems with math. You can tap in the issue that he's having and it'll give you the answer. Okay, this is out there already. You don't need to spend all the money on a tutor. Here you go, you have software. It tells you, hey, type in this question, blah, blah, blah. Here's the answer. That's scary, ladies and gentlemen. Same thing, I was reading another article how you had to worry about in colleges where plagiarism, you know, you're, you're told to, I, hey, when I was in college, I had to write papers, okay, or type it, and a professor can tell if it's verbatim or plagiarism, okay? In this case, chat GPT, you give it information, it's going to give you all the facts. But the good thing about, I think, what I was told, that professors have software that can tell when there's plagiarism used. But in this case here, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. A tutor, you won't be needing them. So guess what? There goes that human. Okay? Get him hell out here. Type it in. We'll give you an answer. Okay? So you know what I'm going to say to that? Oh, I'm right. I don't like that. One more time. All right. Um, so like I said, this, uh, it's, it's, it's scary, ladies and gentlemen, how you can, you know, pitch in some voices or ask it a question. It's going to give you an answer. But like I said, it's not perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a chat GPT. All right. Um, 
it's really sad that we have to come to this route. And I don't think it's fair, but technology is taking over. I enjoy technology. I love it. But in this case, I feel better where, you know, I could go to Google and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Now, they're taking a step above that. Okay? They're taking a step above that. Boom. It's it. This is how we're going to roll. Okay? So not only it's going to affect intuitives, it's going to affect, like I said, customer service, uh, anything that's a service industry, stuff like cooking food and stuff like that. But other than that, where you're providing a service, like building or anything like that, like I said, it's already doing it now. But when you need to speak to someone, it's not going to happen now because chat GPT is going to take over. That's something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. So... Like they're saying here, technological advancements have always resulted in jobs being lost. But the speed of artificial intelligence advancements means there are multiple industries facing the same problems. So that's something to think about. Okay? So let's keep it moving. And let's talk about this. So one more thing too, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You know, companies like Google... Microsoft, Adobe, I mean, they're, they're investors in this chat GPT. And like I said, it's going to have its pitfalls, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to be perfect at all. Um, like I said, like, like I did my research saying that it's going to have imperfections. We know that. It's definitely going to have imperfections. Hell, they got, they got data built in where if you're a woman, whatever, minority, it's not going to give you correct information because it knows your the tone of your voice or your your makeup, which I think is not fair. And like I said, they're not perfect. They admit it. Chat GPT, they admit it. And they're working on it, but they have to get the they can create to me, I think they can create an algorithm and put in correct data if they want to. They said they made a mistake. They're making mistakes. And I hope they do, because that's not fair. All right, and here's one more thing about it. Um, an open uh, AI's uh, own research has shown that a chatbot with access to the internet is a risky prospect. Um, like I say, it could take a quote, it could quote unreliable sources, or as you know, here's AI saying, um, increase safety challenges by taking harmful or unintended actions increasing the capabilities of bad actors who would defraud, mislead, or abuse others. So there's that criminal element in here, okay? So we have to be cognizant. Please, ladies and gentlemen, do your research on this, all right? So, yeah, so that's chat GPT, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. it's The, the world is being, it's, it's, it's here to stay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to say that. It's here to stay. So... That's, um, yeah, it's here to stay. ChatGPT. So, like I said, if you want to try it, go back to that website. I'll give you a website one more time. That website, if you want to try it out, it is, where is it at? Where's my script at, ladies and gentlemen? I just had it. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, I think it's chat. I'm going to give you incorrect information. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. 
Okay, I'm back. Okay, so if you want to try this on your own, ladies and gentlemen, the email address you'll need is called chat.openai, all one word, dot com. I'll repeat it one more time. Chat.openai.com. Um, you can create an account, open, create an open AI account, and you can start chatting away your chat GPT. So you'll be all set. So, like I say, ladies and gentlemen, just be cognizant and careful. You know, everyone's going to have a criminal element. I mean, everything is going to be some kind of criminal element. So, um, just be aware of that. Now, you know, I'm not trying to turn anybody down from technology because I'm no, I love technology, you know, and I hope you, you know, read the pluses and minuses on it. Okay. All right. One more thing before we go. Um, a gentleman who was instrumental in Ethernet Connection was awarded the, was given an award recently. His name is Robert Metcalf. He is a co-inventor of Ethernet technology. Um, he is an emeritus uh, professor of electrical and computer engineering at the University of Texas, who beat, who won a game last night against Xavier. And, um... And he works as a research affiliate in computational engineering at MIT's computer science and artificial intelligence laboratory. So let's give a round of applause for Mr. Robert Metcalf. He won the Turing Award. All right. So. He is, let's start from the beginning where he comes in at, okay? Um, so we know we use Ethernet technology, okay? You know, we connect, we have Ethernet cable, blah, blah, blah. You know, we do that. You know, Ethernet from your PC to the, um, the jack you have in the wall, wherever, wherever you work at, you know, same thing, okay? So he is the one that revolutionized um, so computer uh, communicate communicate one another. So basically, you know what it is, allows the device to connect to a local area network and share resources such as printers and files. Okay, Ethernet connection, bam. So Ethernet connection, you know, will connect it to the, you know, the back of a PC or even your own, you know, old school laptops. You got Ethernet connection. They even have a little transponder now, or a media connection. You know. Um, you connect the Ethernet into there and you can connect, like say, hardwired to a printer, which is old school. You know, you can connect. Okay. He was one that developed this. Okay. Um, you know, we use Ethernet equipment as protocol, the most widely used networking technology in the world, forming the backbone of the internet. Because you're connecting from, like I say, from your back of your PC at work. Okay. And you're going to connect that to the nearest drop that's nearby. Bam. What else are you going to have? You're going to have WAN, LANs. You're going to have that. That's all part of that system. Okay. So this gentleman um, developed this. And he was instrumental. Uh, he started this back in the 70s. And he was part of their research group um, in Palo Alto in, uh, in the 70s. But... Uh, 
he was instrumental in this. And he first started out, he was having issues because, once again, bandwidth. We know we hear that before. Bandwidth. Everybody's got a problem, but even back then. But um, he was able to figure out what we could do. And, you know, he, you know, did his thing. Uh, of course, Ethernet's introduction was led to numerous communication advancements other than Wi-Fi, introducing legacy telephone twisted pair. Everyone knows that. Optical fiber, power network to replace the coax. All right. But Mr. Uh, Metcalf was instrumental in doing this. And like I said, he started back in the 70s and... And you know, congratulations to him. He all he received a Turing Award. The Turing Award is instrumental in people who have made major contributions to information technology. And this gentleman is doing this for over 50, almost fifty years. And once again, we're going to commend him again. Right, so once again, he is, you know, he was a pioneer in developing the Ethernet technology, and he is still going at it 50 years later. So, like I said, he's his innovation, you know, his work was able to how computers communicate, um, you know, for networking. Okay, so like right now, if it weren't for him, okay we wouldn't be able to communicate, all right? Because what do we have in here? We got ethernet connections in the in the cable, in the box from Verizon, okay? And that's going to another source. So that's going to run your coax and you're running ethernet, okay? So this gentleman was, was way ahead of everybody else, okay? And congratulations to you, Mr. Metcalf. So that will be the end of our show today. And I want to thank uh, Moha. Moha One, am I pronouncing that right? If not, I apologize. I don't want to butcher your name, but thank you for coming along and joining the show. And let's see, I'm going to say a thank you. Uh, coming along. I appreciate everybody that comes on the show. And, you know, I always like to say thank you to everybody. Okay. And all right, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, if you have any issues with the chat GPT, um, there's a lot of information on the network you can find. And there's, or you can reach out to me. I'll be more than glad to return uh, any kind of message whatsoever. And, you know, I just want to say thank you. Thank you all for listening. I don't know where you are in the country, but it's damp and dreary here. But uh, and I just heard there were some hurricanes down south. To my friends down south, please, I, I hope you're okay. Uh, I want to hear any more stories about these, you know, these hurricanes. And, oh, it's horrible. But please, if you're safe, please be safe. And all these, these hurricanes, I mean... These storms are, another, are nothing to play around with. So 
please, ladies and gentlemen, the people that are down south, if you're listening, please. Oh, my God, Mississippi. Yeah, tornadoes in Mississippi. So, please, if you're down there in that area, okay, I'm going to say my prayers to you guys out there. Please be safe. And what we're thinking of you is out down there. And a uh, uh, tornado is terrible. And I just want to say thank you all for listening. I really appreciate you listening to, my, listening to the show. If there's anything I could do for you, if you need more additional information, please feel free to contact me. Um, you know, you have my email address at the end of the uh, show. And once again, thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back here next Saturday talking about technology. And, and enjoy your weekend. Take care.